Hello and welcome to the Cybersecurity Without Insanity podcast, focusing on how you can manage cyber risks and regulations without losing your sanity. I'm Sam Glynn and it is July 24th, 2023. And I'm sure you noticed that uh, I haven't been around for the last couple of weeks because I've been fortunate enough to be away uh, in France on our summer holidays. And uh, I think next week I might discuss um, how I've managed to connect French swimming pools to cybersecurity, but I'll save that till next time. And if you listened to the last episode, uh, you may have noticed that I have a co-host, Porig. Uh, unfortunately, Porig isn't able to join me for this week's recording due to uh, personal matters, which hopefully get resolved soon. And uh, I'll welcome them back, hopefully next week. Anyway, in this week's news, uh, Microsoft is going to stop charging extra for seatbelts your user account is still a cyber attacker's best friend forever. And many UK business leaders talk about the importance of cybersecurity, but don't prioritise it. So first up, Microsoft has announced that all standard Microsoft 365 license holders will get access to the logs for more than 30 types of security events that were previously only available to higher payer customers. And also that all logs will now be stored for six months by default rather than three months. By coincidence, the announcement, which was reported by SC Magazine, follows criticism from US government agencies and cybersecurity professionals about Microsoft only providing these logs to companies paying for more expensive licenses. One US senator fumed that forcing customers to pay for security logging was akin to selling a car and then charging extra for seatbelts and airbags. The key takeaway here is that without detailed logs, investigating a cyber attack can be a guessing game. So this is a welcome change, but you just need to make sure that you turn on this logging for functionality. On the next story this week, the use of a valid user account is still the most common way for attackers to gain access to an organization's computer systems. This is according to the US's Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, CISA, which recently re- released an analysis of the 121 risk and vulnerability assessments that the agency performed in 2022. Attackers can use valid accounts through various means, including guessing the password and fooling the account owner to revealing their password. Page 5 of the CISA report lists their recommendations to reduce the risks including the enforcement of a secure password policy that requires phishing-resistant multi-factor authentication, which really means multi-factor authentication that does not use SMS text messages, uh, strong passwords, unique credentials, and the separation of user and privileged accounts, as well as effectively revoking unnecessary or inactive accounts. The key takeaway here is that there are many new attack techniques, but for most attackers, the old ones uh, focusing on getting access to valid user accounts are the best. So it is important that your procedures focus on identity and access management, which is all about making sure that only user accounts for valid users exist and anyone that has left that their accounts get deactivated and ensuring that accounts have a minimum level of privilege required so that people who need administrator privileges only use separate admin accounts when necessary. But in the day-to-day, they use standard non-privileged accounts. And of course, if you've ever listened to my podcasts, you'll know 
it also includes multi-factor authentication so that even if a cyber attacker figures out someone's password, it won't be enough to gain access to the account. And that brings me on to something else that I discussed this week, which was a very interesting graphic, which showed a scoreline of one through to 10, uh, which gave you a rating based on how you've secured your online accounts. A one was the score if you used a shared password. Um, a four was the score if you used a unique, random and long password that was stored in a password manager. And then you started scoring five or over if you supported those strong passwords with multi-factor authentication. SMS multi-factor authentication scored a five, which we won't get into the details of here. But if you have an account that's secured, be through your Apple Face ID or Touch ID or fingerprint or something specific to your mobile device, then you're going to the top of the class. It's a useful uh, diagram to help you figure out just how secure your online accounts are and to identify any blind spots. And anyway, onto the last article for the week, and that is that 50% of UK businesses lack the confidence to carry out the kind of basic tasks recommended in industry frameworks and benchmarks, such as the UK's cyber essentials or lack appropriate support from their trusted IT third parties. That's according to research recently published by the UK's Department for Science, Innovation and Technology and recently reported in Computer Weekly. On the plus side, this percentage is similar to the findings published over the last two years. Apparently, security leaders also found it particularly challenging to engage their bosses on cyber matters or found that their bosses acknowledged the issue but then didn't prioritise it. The key takeaway here is, in in my experience, everyone says cybersecurity is important. But when it comes to taking actions, fewer people actually do anything about it. And the phrase, actions speak louder than words, has never been more applicable than in this scenario. Anyway, I'm sure a lot of you are on holidays or just returning to the desks, so I won't keep you any longer. Until next time, take care.